Holy cow! It's episode 16 of Hogging the Mic, and we are going to talk about your NFC East champion. Division champions of the world! Washington Redskins. HTTR, baby. HTTR. I'm your host, Max Bacon, with your other host, Kenny Alvo. You like that? You like that? Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Oh, well, yes. Are we are we going to go into the history of what I'm about to say, or just going right into this? Do 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 what you do. Do what I do. Well, okay, I, I like. I, I think I, we need to preface this All with right. why I'm about to say things that normally I wouldn't agree with, but today I'm going to agree with 100. percent Yeah, people probably that are listening now weren't necessarily listening back in week two, so go ahead and give them the high well, points. I was going to say, or like me, they have a memory of a goldfish and don't remember things for more than, you know, six seconds ago, let alone the beginning of the season. Beginning of the season, Max Bacon and Kenny Alvo made a bet saying that the Redskins, and this was going back to me thinking that they were going 2-14, which I will claim that I still will stick with that that prediction. Um, and what was it, five wins? Yeah, at least five wins. At least five wins, and I would have to do something that Max Bacon came up with. So without further ado, I have some things to say. <laughs> I have something important I need to get off my chest. I, Kenny Alvo, was totally wrong about D'Angelo Hall. He is the best safety in the NFL. After not even a full season of playing the position. I apologize for the comments I've made about you, D. Hall. You were one of the saviors to our franchise. And just to show you how sorry I am, I will buy your jersey in both team colors and personally cook you pizzas whenever you please. <laughs> and to Deshaun... I'm I'm getting through this. And to Deshaun Jackson, please stay around until you can no longer be productive, which with your talent, I'm sure is well into your 50s. <laughs> I am in awe of your amazing speed and abilities, and I must say you have been a stand-up citizen this season. <laughs> you are welcome to stay at my house anytime, since you are obviously not a gremlin. <laughs> And when, and when you do, I will polish your cleats while wearing your jersey, which I will also be buying in both team colors. Jesus. Also, RG3. This, is for, this one's for Eddie. I still love you with all of my heart. And most importantly, Max and Eddie are the smartest and best Redskins fans that I know. I have learned multitudes of information from them this year, and they have shown me how to be the best Redskins fan I can be. <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm so <laughs> you're welcome. And I'm sorry for any grumpiness I have had this season. 
<laughs> as it is just a cover for my sexual inadequacies. <laughs> Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. I feel much <laughs> better. Oh, man, that was nice. That was so nice. I appreciate you saying all that. I have to take a bath. <laughs> Are you covered in manure now? Off. I have to go shower that off. <laughs> Well, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> anything else you'd like to add to that? I mean, I, no, I think you said I'm, it all. I'm sitting here in silence for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, with that being said, I don't think we could have led the show off any better. Um, <laughs> we have an, another NFC East championship, first time since 2012, led by How? the Kirk, you like that, Cousins. And I'm pretty proud to say that next that we are about to have a debate whether we should go with rest or take the chance on rust. Kenny, what's was, your uh, well take on that? First of all, I just need to say that I am I'm still in utter shock about this entire season as a whole. Uh, if we went back to the beginning of the season, even as as Captain Hindsight, I would still say we're going two and fourteen. Um, I can't believe Jay Gruden looks like a real coach. Kirk Cousins looks like more than a real quarterback. And I, but I, like I said this last week and I'll say it again, he still needs a full season year, year three. If we're going with like real full starts, you know, that's that. And real, really like season two of a full season of starts. And you have to worry about the sophomore slump as always. Yes. uh, Even though like, I read today, since the bye week, since the you like that game, he is have in the NFL has the seventh best quarterback rating in football. That's something a Redskins quarterback has not had in God's know how knows how long. And we like that. Um, we love that. Uh, it's. I also wanted to say that I you know, watching watching the Eagles game in DC. I watched that game in a bar in DC, and. After the game, I since 2012, I got a piece of this, and it was very nice to see. There were Redskin fans everywhere downtown Saturday night, chanting "You like that?" chanting "Hail to the Redskins." It's just nice to see our fan base. And even though I know a lot of them were hiding for the last three years, and even before that, last for 20 years, <laughs> but it's nice to see them. To see a fan base. Yeah. Because I'm used to being the only guy wearing a Redskins jersey out in public. We're excited and celebrating as we should. I mean, it's one of those things. It's it's much more rewarding when you stick with a team through thick and thin when they actually get – whenever they actually accomplish something big, you know, which winning the division for us is not something that happens all the time. I was talking with my friend that's a Packers fan. He's like, you're going to buy the NFC East championship shirt? He's like, I don't, I'm not interested uh-huh. in those. I'm like, yeah, because y'all win your division like every year. Um, it just makes me really appreciate it. It makes me really proud. Um, regardless of what we do in the playoffs, we never expected to be here. Um, so I'm going to be happy with the season, regardless how it turns out. But I'm hoping that we can go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We've been playing with house money since week five. After week five, I said, I've expected this. And then they got that third victory. And I said, okay, you know what? Better than I thought. And here we are in the playoffs for the home game. So if they are one and done, I shrug my shoulders and I get excited for our 10 and six or better season 
next year. Exactly. And where I will have expectations. You sent a you sent us a message with the exact playoff scenarios of who we might play. Give us the scenarios and who is your preference out of the three that we could play once you're done. All right. So the the scenario is going into Sunday, there's a four o'clock game. None of the one o'clock games matter, not even ours, which I will talk about in a second. Uh the four o'clock game is Seattle at Arizona. The situation is if Arizona beats Seattle, which that's my prediction because Arizona is still playing for a potential number one seed in the NFC. If Arizona beats Seattle, it comes down to the Sunday night football game where the loser of that game will come to FedEx on a loss and on a, uh, I guess with less momentum going into the playoffs. Um, if, if Seattle beats Arizona, then it's a little more tricky. That just means that if Minnesota beats Green Bay, we play Green Bay. But if Green Bay beats Minnesota, we play Seattle. If they beat if the Cardinals, who are favored by seven. So, the team I don't want to play, for obvious reasons, and I've always said this, though. Let me back that up. I've always said, in any sport... I want to have the hardest path to win a championship because I'd rather beat the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Cardinals, and the Patriots to win a Super Bowl than a broken Packers team and a Vikings team that happened to go far and the Bengals with A.J. McCarron. No, give me the best. Let us beat the best. It's not going to happen this year because we're still, I think, a year or two away from being that good. But we're definitely... On the right path. In saying that, the team that scares me the most is Seattle. They're they look a lot stronger. They look uh they look like they have a lot more momentum despite what happened this last week. We beat the Rams. And they the Rams beat them. Okay, A beat B and B beat C, so we're <laughs> better than C. Uh, the, the if the Seahawks make the playoffs, they're making and they play us. They're making it on a win. If they play us, they're they're playing us on a win. A big. Otherwise, win. we're. The other two teams are playing on a detrimental division loss. I'd rather go into the playoffs playing one of them. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I feel like Green Bay is right for the picking right now. I feel like yes. Minnesota is probably, um, besides us, looked at as the weakest team in the NFC. Um, so I, I would prefer playing one of those off a loss. That being said, I like what you said about playing a tough road. Um, I think Seattle – as they, they're the ones that's put us out of the playoffs last two times, maybe third time's a charm. Mm. You never know. I, th- I think we can get into the second round regardless of who we play. We just have to be on our best game. With that, hold on, Max. I got to I got to cut you off. It's been three straight times the Seahawks have knocked us out of the playoffs. Okay, that yeah, yeah, you're right. Goodness, I I'd like to <laughs> block that one of those out, but or all of them preferably. But um, with with that being said, um. Who or how do you feel we should approach the week 17 game? Okay. We've clinched the, we've clinched the playoffs. We've clinched the four seed. We're not going up. We're not going down. We don't even know who we're going to be playing until after our game. So how do you approach rest versus rest? Okay. Well, I just wanted to add one more thing about the playoffs and that is, uh, if we end up playing, who are going to, you know what? I totally lost that thought. Moving on, <laughs> uh, I, I had something to add. Obviously, it wasn't that important. Understood. Um, <laughs> yeah. The 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 
week 17. Week 17, we ha- it's Cowboys week, which is an ironic thing because this is, to Redskin fans, this is the two most important weeks of the season. This being one of them, obviously both are Cowboys week, and that's only because it's all we ever have. And it's ironic because week 17 is Cowboys week. Week 17 Cowboys week, you know, you're hoping it means something for the for obvious reasons, and this means nothing for crazy reasons. Usually it's the Cowboys are 13-2, and two, and the Redskins are 2-13. and 13. We're all just sad, and we're like, let's just beat the Cowboys. Nope, this time the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. And it's like it's not, you, it, it doesn't even come down to, let's knock the Cowboys out officially, let's knock them down a lower seed. They're done, we're in. In saying that, we are not good enough to rest our starters. We're not a team like the Panthers, the the Patriots, where, and I'm not even going to say the Panthers because they're a relatively young team to this. A team like the Panthers or the Patriots, who've been there, done that. Tom Brady has gone to 312 playoff games. He, you know, a lot of those guys don't need to play a pointless game. They know how to rest and come back. None of our guys know how to do that. This is Kirk Cousins, you know, first playoff game and biggest game of his career. I I heard what Jay Gruden said today, and I agree 100% with what he said, and that's we'll, we'll rest anyone that's banged up and everyone else will play. Now, how long they play, in my opinion, is you play halfway through the third quarter and that's just to get the – and they do this in one of the preseason games. You want to get the feel of going to halftime, letting your mo- like momentum go down. Uh, you want – you know, you, the jitters out. You, you're not – you're not got that – like you don't have the uh, – the, you don't have the feel anymore of the first half. And then you get back in the second half. You have to restart your engines. We just got to do that one more week just to get into the playoffs so we're ready to come out. Play one – in the playoffs and not look sluggish. Yeah. Um, Kirk said he wants to play. My only fear with Kirk playing uh, is that a lot of our injuries are on the offensive line, and I feel like that is who, for the most part, needs the most rest. So I say play Kirk at least a half. Um, I was discussing this on Twitter earlier with some people. Um, Basically – if he's struggling at, uh, through the first half, continue to play him until he kind of works his kinks out and then, you know, let Colt take over whenever need be, if at all. Um, but if Kirk's getting beat up because of a resting offensive line, then I think you get him out of there as soon as possible. It depends on why he's struggling, in my opinion, if, if he struggles at all. Um, with, and I think Trent Williams, uh, is one of the ones that is going to be resting according to, uh, what I've read, and uh, he doesn't fear that he has to worry about any rust, which being one of the best left tackles in the NFL, I'm not too worried about. Um, as far as beating Dallas, that's it feels like a playoff game anytime we play Dallas. I don't care what we're playing for. I want to beat Dallas. Dallas last year was in the same position as we were. They chose, they were locked in the three seed, they chose not to rest their starters. They spanked us pretty good. Des Bryant was still playing at the end of the game. So was DeMarco Murray. So maybe we have a little revenge on our mind for that last year. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, look, I understand it's the Cowboys in the end. It's, it's a business. You can't make this personal. 
it's a business you're trying to win a championship. That's your goal. You know, even though that's that's a far expectation. But the, the point is, you can't – you're down 20-17 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Our starters have looked good enough. You're not going to put them in the fourth quarter just to win that game. You let Colt McCoy try to embarrass the Cowboys. And, and that also gives us the cop-out of our starters not losing to a terrible Dallas team, if, if that was be the case. And you just go, okay, Cowboys swept us? Guess what? We're still hosting a playoff game. We'll get them next year when it matters again. That's true. Um, we have a good chance, even if we rest everybody, of winning. The Cowboys are terrible. I mean, the Cowboys are awful. Kellen By Moore prediction, is their quarterback. Yeah. Well, when we get to the prediction, I, I still got a pretty bold prediction for this Cowboys game based on just how terrible I think Dallas really is. That Monday night game, you know, that's one of those division games where a really bad team beat a, I'm not going to say a really good team, but a good team, you know, on the road. That's one of those, you play that game 10 times, Dallas wins two of them. The other eight, the Cow- the Redskins just shut down the Cowboys and make it a, a non-factor. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, um, as far as the Eagles game, let's let's discuss that a little bit. Uh, that was on Saturday, so it's a little further back than what we're used to. Um, <laughs> 24 hours. I've forgotten everything. <laughs> no doubt. Um, got a little worried there at the beginning. Uh, the Eagles drove right down the field, put seven points on the board. I mean, we do come back and match. Then Hopkins misses his first extra point of the year. I'm like, not now, not in the most important game that we've had all year so far. Um, but overall, we ended up stepping it up, playing a solid game, and at, whooped the Eagles, got the broom out, swept. Whooped, whooped them. Uh, the Eagles are my least favorite team in football, over the Cowboys even. Uh, to win a division title in Philly was one of my one of my favorite moments as a an adult Redskins fan ever, I think. Um, probably goes the win the playoff game I was at in Tampa. And this is this is definitely a top five at least. I'm sure I can name a few more. Um, but I, I hate the Philly the, the Eagles so much. And just watching us, you know, especially like you said, we could we come out to that game, we you know, our defense looks a little jittery. They marched right down that field like it was nothing. And, and just like you, I'm going, Oh my god, it's prime time, it's an important game. This is where we lose by 45 points and our season's done. And then the Redskins got their their stuff together. And our offense, you know, the first half of the offense was, we had some good drives, but not a lot of great drives and a lot of not so great drives. The defense started playing great uh, after that first drive as, for the whole as game. As much as it pains you to say, what was the turning point in that game? Oh, the turning point. Well, look, D, D- Hall, like I said, in my and I am not regarding what I said earlier in my speech. Um, I said he played a great game. So y'all did play a great game. That play though was right place, right time. Now he's a, as a playmaker, that's exactly what he needed to do, and it was fantastic. Uh, that play was DeMarco Murray saying, Here you go, take the division, I don't care anymore. The Eagles, at the same time, I think the Redskins played a great football game. Saying that, the Eagles played one of the worst football games I've ever seen. Nobody wanted to catch the football. Nobody wanted to, like, play. The Eagles were making high school mistakes, but the Redskins were capitalizing on them, which they're, I'm used to not seeing them do. Yeah. Which was the difference. That's true. It was the, the Eagles would drop a third down pass. That next possession, Redskins would score a touchdown. 
It was just stuff like they that. They were doing a Redskins early in the year. It's like they looked fantastic their first drive, and then they couldn't do anything with it. And and we yes. fixed that problem. Theirs has gotten worse. And Chip lights out. Kelly is fired. So there you go. Hey, so Jay's the safest coach stat. in the NFC East. <laughs> Kirk Cousins had Rob Ryan and Chip Kelly fired right after he played them. That's awesome. Eddie hates that. Kirk Cousins firing coaches. The coach executioner. <laughs> That's a good name for him. Kirk, you like that? The coach executioner cousins. And, uh, the coach executioner cousins. Did you see his press conference after the game? He, uh, he, you know, he answers all his questions. And as soon as he's walking off, he's, he says loud enough for everybody to hear, how many of y'all picked us to win the division? <laughs> good. Well, I, you texted that thing, Max, that said it was the preseason predictions of the, of the entire NFC East. And, you know, Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants are interchangeable in, like, six different guys' picks. And the bottom on all six is Redskins, 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 Redskins. And then it's, like, actual top Redskins, 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 Redskins. The complete opposite of what everyone thought. Well, and I agree. I would have put them on the bottom, too. Do you, uh, did you put $5 on uh, the Redskins to win it all this year? No, no. I've done that in years past. When they've done the opposite of that and went five and eleven and three and twelve and two and eight hundred and six. So you're leaving that alone from now on. <laughs> Probably. You know, I, I don't bet on it with this I year. I told my buddy Wes, he he went to Vegas uh, about a month or two ago and um this was when the Redskins, I mean, I think they were like two and four I don't remember what they were exactly at the time, but he's like, I put ten dollars on the Redskins to win the Super Bowl and I was like, Man, that's a donation. <laughs> he texted me the other day, he's like, That bet's still alive. Still, hey, we're we're four games away. Yes, sir. I'm. I, we got to go. We're about. If we beat the Cowboys, we go. We go four and zero. We just got to do that again against teams that are ten times better, and then we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no doubt. So, um, as far as um, furthering our discussion of the Eagles game, go ahead and give us our grades and a small reason why you chose each grade. Okay, and this is going to be a maybe a lot of this is a lot of optimism I have. Because uh, this whole season just ended up, you know, especially because we played a lot much better in the second, the, the fourth fourth of this season than the first three fourths of this season. But my grades will go as following: uh, I thought our defense played a minus football. That first drive was not <laughs> pretty at all. But after that, uh, the Eagles had what twenty four points and seven were garbage points. Mm-hmm. So there was seventeen points. And then so I gave them the, the knockdown for that first drive, and then they had 10 more points the rest of that game. That mattered. I think there was one touchdown they had that uh, almost got them back in the game. It made, they were down by six again right before we scored a touchdown to respond, and then DeMarco Murray did DeMarco Murray to put us up by 21. So defense gets an A-. minus. Um, I thought we shut down all their – you know, Sam Bradford had a ton of passing yards, but they were – not very important passing yards, if I remember. Yeah, a lot of it was I at the said, end, catch-up ball. A lot of it was at the end, and a lot of it was, you know, they go like 30 yards per drive and then go three and out. So he was getting like 30 yards a drive, but it wasn't going anywhere. Uh, offense, I think our offense played A, I'm not going to say A+, plus because the first half was a little shaky, but definitely A football. Kirk Cousins was incredible, minus the, the brain fart at before halftime. The hashtag, you spiked that. You spiked that. Um, 
And the first half, like I said, I think we put up 13 points, should have been 17, which is good, which is really good. But I would have liked one more finished drive in the first half. The second half was A-plus football. Uh, we just put them away when we needed to. I'm giving them an A. Special teams, you know what? I'm feeling good. C-minus. <laughs> C-minus. You miss an extra point in a critical game. That's unacceptable. But, oh, and they had uh, one big kick return, which almost killed us. I'm still giving a C-minus just because I'm happy. I had no more comments on that. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins, A-plus. In a game that mattered the most in our season, I thought Kirk played some of his best football the last eight weeks or so, 20 touchdowns, three picks. If he can do this next season, I'm going to strip nude and run around with Kirk Cousins' face tattooed all over my body. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be uh, – you know, I'm sure he's going to sign some sort of uh, new deal. And uh, once he does that, I will definitely uh, be buying his jersey. Um, I, I got to buy a couple jerseys next year. All my white, all the players that have white jerseys in are gone. So I'm going to get a couple. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this, Max, I want to say this about Kirk Cousins and his contract. Uh, three, four weeks ago, I was all about the two to three year deal. I think at this point, because I do feel like a team or two is going to offer it to him. The Redskins, I would not mind throwing the, the big contract at him now. I think he's earned it, even though it's been one year. But in football, that's how football works. You know, logically, it makes no sense. Business-wise, throw the five- to six-year deal at him for $60 million, Lock him up. Make him a Redskin. Worst-case scenario, in three to four years from now, we're like, well, that costs us a little bit on the, the – The salary cap, you know, if you backload a contract, it's all not that bad. You kind of pay him out through your pockets, and it hurts you for a few million a year down the road. Give him the money. He's earned it, I think, in the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. You can't let him go now. I mean, he's he's the glue holding everything together at this point. You let him go, what yes. are we doing next year? We have no clue. You let him go, and that, I, I question the entire organization of this team. I told, you, I, I told everybody on our Facebook page, Scott McClellan, Man of the Year 2015. He's a stud. Um, he is a stud. <laughs> my grades for the game, um, I pretty much agree with everything uh, you said, fairly close on everything. Um, offense, I gave an A, 31 points. Um, you know, obviously seven was from the defense. And we moved the ball well the whole game. There was one point in the game where I was sitting there going, man, we need to flip this field because a couple times we were pinned back and, you know, we – we would just be conservative and run the ball. We couldn't really get first downs, but we still dug ourselves out of the hole really well, and that's in part. That was that was the second quarter, I believe, yes. where you know the, the Eagles looked like they really didn't care that much, but the Redskins looked like they cared just as much. And I, and I was doing the same thing, going like, if we play like this, this is going to be a 17-13 ball game, which we're probably going to lose. And then it was like we get after halftime, which I, I commented on. I think that was on my own Facebook page with some people about the second half adjustments, how we really haven't talked about that because they've actually hap they're happening. And it looked like third quarter, we came out with a game plan 
and we crush them. We win when we make adjustments. Wow. Like, how yeah. long did we have to call what? for that? Who would have thunk? <laughs> Who would have thunk? Yeah, and I, I think part of the reason we got finally got the field flipped and uh, everything was because of the defense. Uh, I gave a B-plus just because they had the bad start, over, bad start um, solid game overall, and um, D'Angelo Hall's touchdown was awesome. Play of the year so far. Yeah, for, for him or the whole team? The whole, the whole team. That – that clinched us the division. Now, like I said, granted, a lot of that was the Eagles' fault, but at the same time, you know that that play right now defines us going to the playoffs. How far did you leap off the off your couch or the ground or whatever you were on whenever he scooped that up and ran it in? I actually sat there for a second, not cheering because I'm not used to the Redskins making big plays like that. And in my depressed Redskins mind, I'm going. Where's the penalty? That play obviously didn't count because it looked like DeMarco Murray, you know, he just, he missed the ball. And I'm going, well, there was some whistle that I just didn't hear. <laughs> you know, the Redskins are all going to run the end zone celebrating, but there's definitely like three refs, you know, waving their arms, being like, nope, that didn't count. And then the next thing I know, it's like, no, wait, that counted. <laughs> what? I kind of I I mean, felt the same way, honestly. It's it's one of those things, just your um, program to being a Redskins fan to, to just – see the doom and gloom first and then celebrate. But, but yeah. I jumped up. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, go, go. But that was awesome. Um, special teams. Uh, it was, yeah. it was, it was iffy. Um, Hopkins started the game off really well with his touchback um, right off the bat. And then he missed an extra point on our, on our score. Um, he kicked a few touchbacks. I just, I just want him to get that issue solved before this coming week. So, uh, next week it'll it'll be taken care of. So I give the special teams a D plus. Um, well, let me let me say this also with that, uh, and I, I kind of made this point earlier. I want to reiterate it. You gave up four points, and I'm going to put in Kirk Cousins. You know, I gave him an A plus. I'm going to ignore, and only because it didn't cost us the game. The you know after he adorably grabs a referee's head, he then forgets how to play football for five seconds and costs us three points. Which is un- inexcusable. That's there's no. You're in the NFL. That should never happen. You, so that was three points. You know, Hopkins cost us a, an extra point, which is also inexcusable. You can do that against the Eagles. They're very bad. You cannot do that in the playoffs. Those four points is what's going to either win you a game or lose you a game. Uh, hopefully, that kind of stuff's out of our system. Not really. Hope we so. can't do it. We can't do it. We can do it against the Cowboys. We can't do it against the Seahawks, Packers, or Vikings. Get your mistakes out of the way. Week 17 is basically what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk Cousins, I give an A- minus just because of the inexcusable play. Uh, otherwise, he would have had a solid A game. He was 31 for 46, which is actually – It's low for that's him. That's I was going to say. It's more incompletions it's than we've average. seen in a bit. Uh, 365 yards and four touchdowns though, and uh, which is a lot more than we're used to. Jordan Reed, once again. Oh, uh, what a what? Jordan Reed. If I was, just, we should grade him also because I just want to give him A pluses every week. He gets an A plus for the season. Uh, well, A. Uh, we get an A plus when you stay healthy the whole season. Yeah, uh, he also started off a little slow too, but once he got back from the injury. Lights out. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'm 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 just going balls to the walls. I don't care if I get hurt. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm going for it. So he – I think he, he himself thought he had a lot to prove because all the critics were like, well, you're good, but you're never around to do anything. He's like, you know what, I'll make up for that in six games. <laughs> I think so. 
Yeah, he definitely did. He's he deserves to be in the Pro Bowl. I hate he's an alternate. I hope one of the people ahead of him doesn't go so he can go. He he a hundred percent deserves the trip to Hawaii. And you know what I think yep. our viewer or our uh, I guess I should say listeners deserve? What do they deserve? A good poem. It's The season begun. The fears were instilled. I sat in the stands, looking sad and not thrilled. A few games then passed. We weren't that bad. In fact, there were a few things that made me quite glad. The season's now ending. We're still in the race. We've got a few more to go to continue the chase. The season is over. Oh, wait. How do we do? We won the NFC East. I like that. Do you? <laughs> I love it. Kirk, Kirk I feel Cousins. Like that's how I felt the entire season. Kirk Cousins. I'm so glad he said that. I know Eddie hates it, and he just thinks it's a stupid catchphrase, but it has. Oh, it's our catchphrase. It has elevated his play. I don't know how it did, but it, it's elevated it, and we've been winning. We broke the road streak. We broke the back-to-back win streak. I want to. I want to get win number four in a row and take a hundred percent momentum into the playoffs. Actually, Max, you'll appreciate this. Last night at WWE SmackDown at the Verizon Center, anytime there was a lull where there was like nothing going on, you could hear you like that coming from different sections all around the arena. <laughs> and I just know Eddie was sitting there with tears in his eyes. And trembling hands. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like that. The um, New Day rocks. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> and Cena's back. Okay, you know what? <laughs> we're done talking. Now we're done. You ruined the moment. <laughs> well, since the moment's ruined, I guess we should go to a commercial break. This is co-host of Hog in the Mic, Max Bacon. You heard right. My name's Bacon. And you've also heard that bacon goes good on everything, right? So you know my opinion's valid. I'm here to tell you about Home Team Scouts. Home Team Scouts is a site that's here for anyone and everyone who's ever wanted to be an NFL scout and those who enjoy the fun challenge of NFL fantasy predictions and simulators. Go like their page on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Sign up on their website. Participate in the discussions. I promise you won't be let down. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bar Cage, yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBarCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. Holy, Holy cow! cow. Th- Holy cow! NFC East champ! Holy cow! Eddie needs to like insert himself saying holy cow on top of our holy cows this week. Well, uh, I guess next up on the agenda would be some sizzling keys to victory. Are all six of your keys just don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt, don't get hurt, win the playoffs? <laughs> that that should that should be all it takes. Um, 
I texted my friend Tipton earlier, which I, he's not my friend actually because he's a Cowboys fan. But um, <laughs> he, I said, uh, I said, you got any sizzling keys to victory uh, that would help us beat your team? He said, just show up, you'll be fine. <laughs> not very confident. I mean, the way everything's going right now, yeah, that's basically what needs to happen. <laughs> we'll start with number one. I'd, I'd want the Redskins to not let Kellen Moore pull a Matt Castle. You know, don't let some joke quarterback come out and beat us and embarrass us for the whole country to see. It's Kellen Moore. We just got to hassle him, make him beat us with the pass if they're going to beat us. We can't, you know, it, it's Kellen Moore. That's all I got to say. Let me, let me, let me, and, I, and I'll go with your points in a second, but an overall theme to this week, in my opinion, is it doesn't matter. The only way it does matter is if the playoff bound Washington Redskins play all of their starters, at least all their healthy starters, the entire game and get beaten by Kellen Moore and the awful Dallas Cowboys. If that happens, then there's going to be a, a, not even talks, just whispers, but like, oh, good God, how are they hosting a playoff game? I don't want that going into the playoffs. The, the two worst things that happen are injuries and then momentum, and this is down that momentum route. Uh, you, you don't want Kellen Moore with a victory over the starting Washington Redskins who are going to host a playoff game. So if we're getting beat, we should just pull our starters? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no. I mean, so we're going to go down the – we're here. So here's my point. Don't lose the Cowboys with all your starters in. If we're going to if we're gonna put our starters in, you better beat Kellen Moore and the Dallas Cowboys going into the playoffs or you're going in limping just like every other team we're about to play anyway. Um, right now we've got tons – and that's, I guess that's my point. You know, three weeks ago we had no momentum. We were just the team that was on top in a bad division. Now we're the good team with a ton of momentum going into the playoffs which we didn't even think could have been a thing this year. So please don't lose that in this one week. Nothing will really – it's not going to go down on paper, you know, as a, a, a significant loss with the season, but this is just like a crushing moral victory that we could have. We don't need that right now. So Kellen Moore starts. Sack Kellen Moore 12 times. Don't let – yeah, and like you said, don't let Matt Castle and Kellen Moore go 2-0 and against you in the same season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I guess the thing is, though, uh, the more naysayers we have, it seems like the more we persevere. So that's you know what? I hope we lose the Cowboys by sixty, <laughs> so then we can go to the Super Bowl and win it. <laughs> as long as that, as long as the second part happens, I'll be happy. Speaking <laughs> of second parts, number two, um, I said we need to stop the run. Um, they're going to lean on the run. That's that's what they've done the last few weeks. They've just Darren McFadden's almost had a hundred yards every all, each of the last three games. Um, so just kind of key on him. Like I said, make more beat you with the pass. Did they put Des Bryant on the IR or they just rest him last week? Uh, he is not playing this week. I think he's went to the IR. He's not, he's not playing. Okay. So the the reason I asked that, that means they have two weapons. One is old ass Jason Witten, who he's only good on like a third and short type guy. You don't really have to worry about him that much. The other is McFadden. So I agree. You stop McFadden, you put a tiny bit of pressure on Moore, you win the game by 20 points. Yeah, and um, transitioning into number three, I said avoid the big play. Uh, basically, the last uh, time they that we played them, 
what killed us, we played such a solid game on defense, and then they'd throw one 60 yards down the field to Terrence Williams, and then they'd get a field goal. So uh, avoid the big play. Terrence Williams is basically going to be their only receiver with little Beasley running around out there here and there. But uh, just that's what we got to do. Lucky, and Lucky Whitehead, Lucky Whitehead on special teams. We all know our special teams is not the greatest. So for God's sakes, take the worst name in football and keep it Pop the Whitehead. <laughs> Pop the Whitehead. <laughs> All right, number three or four. Um, I want us to run the same offense and not scale it back. I want we need to practice what we're going to use in the playoffs. Don't get all conservative. Got to keep the pedal to the metal. Play safe, but also play efficiently. I agree with that. There definitely should not be any let up. We should not just go into run on first and second, pass on third and long until Kirk's either broken or sad. This just needs to – that's why I said I'd love for us to rest our starters. I want us to come out, you know, put up three touchdowns in the first half, get to the third quarter, get another scoring drive, and then say, okay, everyone sit down, you're good. McCoy, do your thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I hope that's what happens. I mean, I really do. Um, number five, um, this is what actually probably lost us last game. Don't make special teams gaffes. That's that's been a season long slab of bacon. That slab of bacon is so long it goes seventeen weeks and ends. The yeah, playoffs. it doesn't fit on any griddle in the world. Not one griddle. We are, there's no griddle big enough for our special teams bacon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess next year we got to get rid of Tiddlywinks, right? Oh God, I mean, I, like you know what? Like this whole team gelled, and our special teams still doing this, like. It's just next man up to coach our special teams in my opinion. Just go get the best guy available and go with it. Get 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 a McLuhan guy. Tell McLuhan to go find us a special teams coach. Tell him to get us four third string safeties and linebackers and put them out there and give us a decent to good special teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got we got to work on that. You you can buy a special teams for a million dollars in the NFL. Yeah. 11 Total. players, like a million dollars. <laughs> 11 players, a million dollars. And that's – so, like, that's the easiest thing to fix, which is why it's so sad that we're always just the worst. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll do something about it. I have a feeling. Um, I, McLuhan's I do great at the end of the draft, and he'll get he'll get contributors again this year. I think we have a – I think we may have an extra pick in the late rounds too, it seems like. But we also got rid of one I forgot, so. I was going to say we, we gave up a Derek Carrier pick, which – might not have been of our best moves under the the whole McLuhan Bruce Allen tandem, but they've done a fine job thus far. Yeah, so. we'll leave them alone. Uh, number yeah. six, uh, I think it's very important that we make the right call on the starters, uh, how long we play them, if it's the whole game, if it's part of the game, and versus the backups, basically. So just make the right decision, Jay. I guess discuss it with McLuhan because he probably knows what he's doing there too. Yeah, uh, I mean, to piggyback on that, to, to hoggy back on that, <laughs> um, it's it's just don't get hurt. Like, you you know, if they play the whole game and they come out healthy, I won't say, I won't be like, that's terrible. Why'd they do that? Just don't get hurt. Just nothing stupid. You know, if you, if, you look, if a, guy, a few guys look like they're taking a few plays off because we're either up by a lot or whatever, start taking guys out. Like, there's no point in keeping these guys in this game. This game means zero to anybody ever. Like I said, momentum, but momentum is a fictitious thing, you know, that does – it exists, but it's not real. Like, there's not a physical You want to beat Dallas, Just but not at, at the expense of injuries. 
Yes, and you want to go to the playoffs with the momentum, but not at the expense of injuries. So you just get out of this game healthy, and that's a. It's just like the preseason, which I think it's funny because this is ha it's Dallas Week Seventeen. Just like the preseason, just get out of it alive, and I'll be okay. Yeah, no doubt. And I feel like Vegas seems to think that we might be arresting uh, some starters at least in some point of the game because are we are we underdogs? We are then? underdogs. Uh, we are actually three. No, we're yes, not. We're three and a half point underdogs. The over under is forty. Hold on. Now Vegas has to assume that we're not putting one starter in, but that's not been confirmed yet. How are we three and a half point underdogs when we are ten times better than the Cowboys? I guess because they beat us I'm last not, time and to... it's at their place. I would assume, and they probably got some sort of insider information because. Our line was the last to release this week. It actually came out like two or three days after all the other lines came out. Let me let me do a new Vegas odds. Redskins are favored by 16 and a half points. <laughs> there. I'm more comfortable with that I just that don't one. see Dallas putting up points unless we rest our whole defense. I mean, Kellen Moore is awful. The, the Cowboys, if, if a miracle and divine intervention happens, we'll score 12 points. <laughs> All Beetle Bailey. That'll be six safeties, <laughs> six safeties. on Cole McCoy. <laughs> well, what's your prediction for this week? The Redskins go into the playoffs on a four-game winning streak. The final score of this game, and I've got a bold prediction to go with it like always. The final score of this game, Redskins 38, Cowboys 9. Now, bold prediction, Colt McCoy has two touchdown throws. <laughs> I always love your, your bold prediction. It's interesting. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with, yeah, I think we go in on a win streak. I think we are 9-7 and seven going into the playoffs instead of 8-8, eight and eight, and it's going to be a barn burner. The Redskins are going to win 13-7. to seven. Now you so you think we're we are gonna go kind of vanilla on this? I one. do. I just I think Jay's gonna be a little bit more conservative than usual. He he leans conservative typically, so he, he does. I, I'm gonna say he's gonna go that way. But a victory is a victory, just like we had last week, just like we're hopefully gonna have this week, and hopefully we're gonna continue getting them on the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, it's been another awesome episode of Hogging the Mic. Uh, ah, shucks. There's the on switch to the microphone. Can't believe I just now hit that. Anyway, as far as my prediction goes for the Redskins-Cowboys game, I'm actually picking our Washington Redskins this week. The Redskins 23, the Cowboys 13. I think uh, they're going to finally go over that 500 plateau and be a pretty okay team but they still haven't beaten a team with a winning record. That's something to look at uh, forward going into the playoffs. We'll see if they can actually do that because they haven't proven they could do it all season. That being said, I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, for your other host, Max Bacon, and your other host, Kenny Alvo, saying, worry looks around, regret looks back, faith looks forward. See ya. In contact, hog in the mic, search for us, and find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at HoggingTheMic or send us an email at HoggingTheMic at gmail.com. <laughs>